On the second day of Christmas, mainly 90s came to me. Two prophetic dreams and a refrigerator. That's hard to do when you start on the second one. Yeah. Welcome to Namely 90s. The podcast that takes you back to the time before smartphones, Google, and Y2K. Join your hosts as they relive the pop culture that shaped a generation and the parts that many people wish they could forget. Listen in to the conversation about how the decade defined those who spent their childhood there and how it shaped them as adults. So, turn down the grunge and dial up the internet. Let's get started. It's time for Namely 90s. That's right. You're listening to Namely 90s. My name's Andrew, and over there is Brandon. <laughs> I messed up. Uh, Sorry, that, it's been that, it's been a hot minute, sir. That's, that's I will try me. again. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I think we we have it. That's good. We don't that's have good. That's good. On this episode. Uh, oh boy. <laughs> Sorry. Well, the last episode, whatever. Anyway, uh, you can find us online at namely90s.com or on Twitter and Instagram at namely90s with a nine zero s. You can also find the show on YouTube uh, at namely90s.com slash YouTube. And finally, if you'd like to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash namely90s with a 90s. And my gosh, I am not good at this anymore. It's been like two weeks. Well, yeah, <sighs> it, it helps if you write it all down. If you're doing the same thing over and over again, <laughs> you would think you would think I would have thought of that by now. Anyway, welcome to the second episode of our 12 days of Christmas specials special. <laughs> that sounded good, right? Yes. <laughs> That's the 12 uh, days of Christmas specials. The 12 days Nandies. of Christmas specials, special second annual. Uh, yes. No. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> once again, we have a guest we, uh, who I will have Brandon introduce. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> it's weird that we keep <laughs> tossing into me so I could. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, so today, Merry Happy, everyone. Uh, thank you for joining us uh, Wednesday on the second day of our 12 Days of Christmas specials, which is also like a baker's dozen now since Kayla did the Monday episode. Yeah. Um, but we have Jerry from Totally Rad Christmas. Uh, how, how's it going, Jerry? Hey, what's happening, guys? Welcome. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, just our, our, our normal weird awkward intros it's, it's very, yeah i very fail good. at speaking and then brandon makes fun of me that's that's essentially that's, what happens you know that i call that a win right there uh, yeah uh, <laughs> some some would say it's scripted it's not andrew andrew screws up all on his own no they're like wow they they hate each other but it's like a fun banter thing no no we do yeah <laughs> we really do <laughs> it does help to write it down but you know you, you just gotta uh what do they uh what do they say you gotta go with your journey <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know what the kids say nowadays i yeah. know it was like i was about to say go with the flow and then like do people still wow. say that yeah um, <laughs> old person <laughs> good lord but i mean we're an eight, we're a 90s podcast uh right. you're an 80s podcast right it, yeah yeah so i i'm the host of totally rad christmas the podcast that talks all things christmas in the 80s uh mostly i started it because i just wanted to talk about toys and uh, movies and music of the 80s but i also loved christmas so i just kind of threw it in as an excuse to jam it all together and yeah so if it was i like to say if it was gnarly during christmas in the 80s we got it covered nice. you're like the uh the podcast version of that one village in germany where it's always christmas i feel like <laughs> i'm one of them yeah there's there's a few of us out there really uh, but huh. but i'm just i i i'm real niche i i love my gi joes and transformers and thundercats and i just you know i kind of stick with that that uh era right there so nice. but yeah there's like a whole christmas podcast network out there no uh, way hmm. yeah. uh, it's obviously something that you should dive into uh if, <laughs> if there's a whole network that's that's awesome um uh but we we're connected because we're a part of a more of a nostalgia uh network with the yeah. 80s and 90s um bridging the gap between us was gaz and dane from the the insanely uh Insanely Dangerous Retro Pod Show, which uh, they may have appeared on your show by this point. So, uh, uh, when does this air? This airs on the 22nd of December. Correct. Then, yes, they will have already appeared. I think they're they're dropping next week on the 8th, December 8th. So, yeah. That's yeah, and, uh, mutually appeared yeah, We talked Transformers, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Transformers, Transformers, that's awesome. We, we remotely 
did it with them last year in the sense of remotely, but not live. Like they recorded their session. Did. Yes, I did say that okay. they recorded their <laughs> session. We recorded ours, but it sounded good. It, there was a good like back and forth, even though we weren't on the same call. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully we'll be able to do it live this year, but yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Uh, they they said they had a great time on your show and uh, nice. they, that you should get on get on our Christmas specials and it just so happened that I was trying to book the back half of, of our, our, our section and I was like yeah that's awesome so um, tell us <laughs> tell us a little bit more about uh, Totally Rad Christmas so you uh, is each episode focused on a single subject or uh, is it more like um, multiple discussions yeah. yeah so usually uh i'll pick a topic or, or the guest will pick a topic and we'll cover it um so i might do something broad like just transformers mm-hmm. you know and there mm-hmm. wasn't really anything christmasy about transformers except that they were like the hottest selling toy of 1984 at christmas time and then in the uk and this is why i had uh you know the, the gaz and dane john in the uk they had some comics and every christmas they'd release like a christmas themed uh issue hmm. so we kind of talked a little bit about that we just talked transformers in general um but yeah we'll do that and then sometimes if like if there's enough of something like let's say who's the boss there's enough <laughs> christmas episodes that i can break it up into a few different things <laughs> so i covered knight rider one time because they only have one episode mm-hmm. uh you know i covered um gi joe you know same thing but just all sorts of random stuff. And it, I, yes, I don't just do toys, even though that seems like that's all I'm talking about right now, but, <laughs> but we'll talk like music. I did a fashion episode one time, um, oh. foods, you know, just movies, of course. And, and yeah, just anything. It, and I, I'll tell you, I stretch what I consider Christmas. So like <laughs> I, I just did an episode on the karate kid, nice, which is not Christmas at all, except for this one little scene when uh, Daniel and Allie are making up at golf and stuff. And in the background, you can see a little bit of tinsel garland and there's like a candy cane uh, somewhere and some Santas. And so it's like, like, that's it. Uh, so uh, uh, I, I that, really that's Christmas. Kinda, yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, it spans a whole school year. So the, Christmas had to happen at some point, right? Well, and so you think about it, the All Valley Tournament was held December 19th. Oh, was and, it? Yep. It was December 19th. Uh, and I only know because I just saw it recently. Uh, but also that, and then, um, you know, they, they have the Halloween dance. So I'd like, I dropped it right. Like, right in between Halloween and Christmas. So it kind of worked out there, but yeah, you know, there's like a few things like I got Mega Man for Christmas in 89, Mega Man two. So I was, nice. you know, for the NES. So I was like, I got to cover Mega Man. And so nothing at all remotely Christmas, but it doesn't matter. I just really wanted an excuse to talk Mega Man. Oh, and it, awesome. That was fun. So, that, you know, that's we, we, we kind of got it covered. But yeah, we, we we usually pick a particular topic and we'll talk about it from there. And then I just have like my little segments that I do at the end just to have a little fun. But it's mostly just discussion. That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, does every episode feature a guest or do you go fly solo sometimes? Uh, I've only... Um, as you see, yeah, I've only had two mini episodes. Uh, my plan originally was to do like 10 episodes and then a mini episode just to kind of give me a break and mm-hmm. so I can catch up on editing, but I really dislike doing it by myself. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, you know, whoever wants to come on, come on and I'll just, you know, I'll work through it. No big deal. Um, and so of course now that we're in the season, by this point, I've dropped quite a few episodes. I usually drop, um, about three a week starting in December and then starting on like the 17th. Uh, I drop one a day until Christmas day. Nice. So at this point we've, we've had quite a few and then uh, I, I do one, one or two, depending on what time of the year it is uh, a week as well. So very cool. Yeah. yeah fun stuff. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, that answers Andrew's question from episode 12 from this year. Uh, he's <laughs> like, are, are we one of the, one of the podcasts that drops one of the most episodes during this time? The answer is no. Well, we do 15 <laughs> in December. That's, that's, that's a lot. Of episodes. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Jerry's doing more, so <laughs> that's fair. Take that, <laughs> you know. And I'll tell you, the reason I started doing that is because of an accident. So I, uh, oh, no. I was, so I work at a Christmas store. Mm-hmm. So this is like like my busy season. So I knew it was going to be crazy busy. So I front loaded a ton of episodes. Like I was just recording as many as I could get down, just so I could have them, you know, and mm-hmm. then to free myself up for later. But I was telling everybody, and this is my dumb self. I was telling everybody, hey. 
Uh, you know, yeah, it'll drop in about three weeks. Well, I mean, they can't all drop in about three weeks. <laughs> right. So uh, in the end, I had to start releasing like two or three episodes in October and or two episodes a week in October. And then, you know, I started picking it up. And so <laughs> eventually I finally cleared it all by the time I got to last Christmas. And I thought, well, it was fun. And I, well, what the heck? Let's just do it again. You know, that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, 80, the 80s is your playground in your podcast. We brought you on to talk about um, Hercules, which is a 90s show um, where they clearly try to shoe in Christmas into that um, by, by many stretches. Uh, oh, oh, actually, no. First, we usually ask the guests, is there any like particular uh, holiday memory from the 90s that you remember uh, and feel like sharing? I do, yeah. So I actually have... A few because I was, you know, I was a teenager in the 90s. So um, I remember most having a couple of Christmas parties with all my friends and we'd come over and, you know, play games and hang out and, you know, all that stuff. But um, I remember particular the 32X was coming out for the it was like an attachment that you that you put on the Sega Genesis and it was supposed to be 32 bit graphics. And, I, oh. you know, at the time I was like, ooh, that's cool. You know, it was like right before. <laughs> all the the GameCube and N64 and all that other stuff or whatever. So I was like, hey, you know, this is the next level. Let's get it. The games were, except for like one or two, the games were pretty terrible. There wasn't a whole lot available because pretty soon after it dropped, I think Sega CD or or Sega Saturn came out. So it was kind of, it ended up being like a weird in-between. But I remember being so excited when I got it that Christmas morning, like, whoa, and setting it up and playing the Star Wars arcade game. I mean, it was just, it was rad, man. It was, it was just, you know, and I'd get my, my buddy, uh, my best friend came over and we were just playing, you know, uh, Sonic and Knuckles and, and of course the, the Star Wars arcade game and, and, and Mortal Kombat 2, uh, the graphics were a lot better, uh, for the 32X. So, I mean, everything was just, it was, it was pretty cool. So I just remember very clearly opening it up and being so excited. And then of course, like a year later, I was like, this is, uh, what are we going to do with this thing? <laughs> oh, it's not the way with video game consoles. Uh, yeah, you're right about that. Things moved a lot faster back then, I think. I think, you know, <laughs> Especially as far in as, the 90s, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's a bold move because, like, I remember Nintendo originally was developing a, the, a disk drive for the Super Nintendo that turned into the PlayStation. Right. And, um, I didn't, I forgot that Sega had done something similar and actually made it. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that's that's a great Christmas memory, and uh, sorry to ruin it with uh, making you watch Hercules. Um, <laughs> okay, I don't mind. It was uh, this this episode was bonkers, but it, I gotta say, I kind of as terrible, and it was terrible. Let's let's get it right, but I kind of liked it at the same time. It was like like in the worst way, you know. It's I, one of those uh, so that bad. Ends up- I don't know. If- it ends up happening more than yeah. you would think with these these episodes. <laughs> I like I said, I don't like them, but I always feel somehow better for watching them, even if they're just horrible. Well, hey, exactly. For, yeah. for some background, last year we did Xena's Christmas episode, which apparently aired this like directly night, after. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um and we got through it and we we're like that was terrible but that was, that was great that we watched it <laughs> um, I, the, the thing that immediately threw me off was i was i had my phone i got my my i got these new you know noise canceling earbuds which are amazing mm-hmm. and i sit down and i turn it on i'm like all right i'm ready and then i saw that it was like 50 minutes and i was like oh my god i thought this was a half hour show <laughs> i was <laughs> <No>. <laughs> not expecting a one hour show i was like what <laughs> and as we come to find out later this really could have been done in 22 minutes but oh, anyway totally. that's beside yeah. the point yeah there, there's a lot of just really stretching everything out so uh, did you watch a lot of hercules <laughs> what are your what are your general memories of the show if any so i didn't watch a lot of it but when i was in college um because I graduated high school in 98. So I went to college, you know, my freshman year was, was that, um, that fall, my college roommate, he used to watch Hercules. And so I'd catch bits and pieces of it every once in a while. But I always just remember thinking, man, this is terrible. And like, <laughs> just going to my room and playing guitar instead, yeah. you know, so <laughs> talk about time. Uh, well the thing that's funny is we watch it now and we cringe, but back then people were like really into it and it mm-hmm. wasn't like, uh, dumb well it was but it didn't seem dumb at <laughs> yeah, the time it, uh, yeah yeah people respected it a little bit more maybe i should say uh, uh, 
I, I have a little blurb from Wikipedia and it says that it, it was one of the <laughs> highest rated syndicated television shows in the world at the time. Whoa. And that's against like, I think Star Trek Deep Space Nine was also in syndication. Yeah. Um, or Voyager. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, Hercules for, for our listeners that aren't aware of, of this Amazing show shot in New Zealand. Uh, Hercules, the legendary journeys is an American television series filmed in New Zealand based on the tales of classical Greek culture hero Hercules and uh, starring Kevin Sorbo as Hercules and Michael Hurst as Iolus. And it ran from 95 to 99, six seasons. Wow. In that short of time. (laughs) (laughs) And and each one of those was uh same thing. Yeah, they were those hour long episodes, and mm. that's a lot I, of TV. It, it also Look, spun off Xena, Warrior Princess, yeah. and Young Hercules, which that one I don't even remember. Wow. Yeah, no, same here. I was just assumed it's like Young Indiana Jones. No I'm gonna, I'm gonna it. say I trauma blocked it. I guess. <laughs> yeah, right. Is it possible for a TV series to go straight to DVD? Because that's probably what that <laughs> was. <laughs> yeah, just. <say. laughs> Oh man. Yeah. This one, uh, I like, I mean, I, so I, I'm really into Greek mythology or I was back as a kid. I I Mm. dug it, you know, I learned, learned about, you know, Zeus and Poseidon and all their stuff. And I always thought that was pretty cool, but I mean, this is like as far from Greek mythology as it is from like (laughs) Christianity, I think. So (laughs) yeah, (laughs) it's, they get like the very premise right. And, uh, and then that's about it after that. Um, so you know, occasionally as as you they'll in, take names from from Greek mythology, or sometimes just from Hamlet. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if you go in knowing that, then it's you know it's it's a good time, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely that era of '90s television that's like popcorn, like like you would watch a, a a popcorn movie where you would just like I don't care if this is has makes no sense. I it's there's action and fighting and yeah um yeah uh, greek gods it's 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 worth it um (laughs) so or at least in the 90s because that's that's all we had yeah there wasn't a lot of choices back then you couldn't just turn on a streaming service and download (laughs) something you know yeah exactly we for those of those younger listeners out there tv if it was on, you could watch something. If not, you, you couldn't. And I don't mean <laughs> well, if television you, had power. <laughs> unless you had the uh, the VCR. The VCR. My mom mm. used to set that up, go to that blue yeah. screen, start it two minutes early, end it two minutes late, so you can yep. catch the uh, the previews. But you had a real you had a real tough decision to make if you were recording one thing after another on a different channel because mm-hmm. you had to decide which preview is you're going to watch. It was just a whole thing. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, especially since all the all the prime televisions during the evening. So. I, do you leave the buffer window on, on the mm. first episode you're recording or do you put, put a buffer window on the second? That's rough. That's true. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like the kids don't know what we're talking about here. Yeah, right. <laughs> These are the important decisions that had to be made in the nineties. Like, what, what's a VCR? Yeah, like even, even like if you're, if you have a DVR on your, your television now, kids don't watch TV. No, exactly. Yeah. Broadcast television. What's that? Yeah. Yeah. All it is is seven versions of FBI and NCIS. That's that's pretty much all that network television has to offer at this point. Yeah, I had a I had a peek at Paramount Plus this weekend, and there was like FBI, 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 <laughs> Chicago something, Chicago yeah, yeah. something. Yeah. It's like uh, CSI. It's either that yeah. or everything's about Alaska. Yes. Yeah, 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 true. Uh, although Paramount Plus has like 15 Star Trek shows now uh, that oh, we'll never oh, see man. the light of day on cable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Hercules and specifically season three, episode nine, a star to guide them, which should have given us a hint on what was going to happen in this yeah. episode. <laughs> um, it starts with Hercules and that guy Hercules is uh, travels with that he's afraid will only be remembered as that guy that's with Hercules. I feel like his fears are well founded because yeah. he's just the guy with Hercules. Yeah, Iolus is his name. Right. Um, yeah. and then, which I don't remember seeing this actor in like anything else. Like this is the only thing I ever remember him from. Yeah, uh, according to Wikipedia, a lot of the actors on the show were New Zealanders using oh. uh, American accents. American accents. I yeah, get it. but yeah. I don't know if he was like Kevin Sorbo, Michael Hurst. 
Um, he's known for Hercules and Xeno Warrior Princess. Wow, what a credit! And yeah. he he directed uh, Spartacus, uh, the Star series, and Ash vs. the Evil Dead. I'm, oh, he, wow. And then, Good as a result him. of being in all those shows, he became a thousand air. I'm sure. That's right. <laughs> yeah, it's just just a tier above us hundred airs out here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that scans. Yeah, uh, Michael Hurst is the actor. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so then this is a really long intro. Like it's yeah. it's them. It's it's Eilis talking about his fears of not being remembered. Then it cuts to the king and queen, uh, King Polonius, and I have no idea what his queen's name was. <laughs> I think it's like Melifony or something. Melifony, like that. yeah, oh. yeah. sort of generic sounding. Exactly. Kind of like <laughs> yeah. a, a riff on Maleficent, I assume, given her her evil ways and Persephone. Uh, probably oh that yeah. is portmanteau yeah. yeah yeah uh and he the king is like i'm going to lose my king or my kingdom will be given uh or what was it something I didn't like really find, i didn't really an unborn that line child yeah like, an unborn child will be the next successor and then uh the queen's like no but it's not your unborn child and then she's like round up all the children two things it's never a Christmas special unless it starts with planning a genocide. And two, <laughs> did I'm sorry, I couldn't find out how old the actress was, but uh-huh. I'm pretty sure that was like a high risk pregnancy. She was quite old, <laughs> in my opinion, then, right? <laughs> like uh, especially if in the those times, yeah, yeah she's yeah. she should have had she should have been a great grandmother at that age, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so. It, <laughs> She was a little uh, older, yeah. <laughs> Andrew did mention she was old, so I, I googled the actress, and she's uh, she's only in a few things, not surprisingly. Uh, but her first acting credit is from 1982, so uh, I assume she was probably in her early 20s at that point. So she is at least mid mid 30s to mid to late 30s Wait. by the oh, time this episode saying. airs. Yeah, yeah. and. She also stopped acting in 2005, which suggests to me that she could have retired um, or died. <laughs> but there wasn't much information about her. She's not like a prolific. I actress. assume she's a New Zealander. Yeah, probably. This, uh, yeah, this whole thing was was odd. I mean, so my whole like my very first reaction was when he learned, but when the Oracle said, "Hey, you know that uh, some other child is going to take over." You know, like how was his first thought? Not, not like, uh, oh, so this, or no, it was a that a, the son, like a son that's not yours, is going to take over your kingdom. So how was his first thought? Not like my wife cheated on me, and this exactly. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's like whatever. Like this, maybe it's the '80s, the cynical '80s guy in me, but that's like my first thought. I was like, okay, so his wife is cheating on him, and uh, this baby's not his. Get rid of your wife, but no, she she totally is cool with it, and she's like, you know, no, this baby, we gotta we gotta save our kingdom for this baby. It's everything we wanted. Yeah, it cuts yeah. to the Mori Povich set. <laughs> she's like <laughs> revealing that the child's you not are his, not the father. But uh, so logically, why are they? Because she's like, round up any child under the age of one. But it's like they specifically said an unborn child is the one that's. <laughs> You're uh, right. And also they said any child, but they specifically stated it would be a male child. Right. So they, oh, they kind of, yeah. So you make a good point, which I didn't even think of, which is they're unborn. So really <laughs> you're just trying to find the pregnant mothers. It was weird. You know, yeah. redundancy. You just, you gotta and I have to say, cause I don't know if we'll get to this later, <laughs> but like later in the episode, they're like, we've detained, you know, 12 or 15, you know, mothers and their children. But like each scene, there were more than 15 or 20 mothers like (laughs) running away in terror. I'm like, Uh, how many people live here? You just just got to run them down. There's 200 people in the village there. Yeah, there's like four or five villages they went to. Um, So after that, it cuts back to uh, Eilis, who has a vision um, uh, flashes of different things that we'll see later on the episode. Uh, and a stone penis uh, statue. Um, <laughs> yeah, kind of. It was he, ancient Greece, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> very very true. And then he just kind of wanders off. Um, <laughs> and then the credits start. I think that's what, uh, so basically, yeah, yeah, essentially, yeah. So, well, the, who is the the voiceover guy who did all these like great '90s intros? I feel like we right. talked about this once. 
I mean, you you love a good voiceover uh, in in the '90s movies or shows trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, I always say it's the honest trailer guy, but it's a different it's a different yeah, person. Yeah, a different guy. Um, but yeah, they they do have that Hercules. Like every '90s show needs like an explainer for their intro uh, <laughs> if it's like an hour long. Oh, uh, in a world that was Hercules Al Chalk. Exists. We talked about this. Yeah, Al Chalk. <laughs> oh, he nice. does like okay, yeah, everything. And then, like, yeah, I remember, like, Buffy the Vampire Slayer is like, in every generation, there is a slayer, and uh, <laughs> she's who will fight off the bad guys and whatever. This Christmas, yeah. when you're a sidekick. Yeah. In north. 2021, there are 19 <laughs> different divisions of the FBI. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, they, uh, they start wandering off, and uh, Hercules, it's a fun role reversal for the Christmas episode uh, where Hercules becomes the sidekick and Iolus yeah. I- I- is the, the the man going on and Kevin Sorbo's Hercules <laughs> starts babbling and makes a joke about babbling. Do I normally babble? I feel like I'm babbling right now. Um, yeah. How meta. <laughs> yes. <how> meta. <laughs> and then my next uh, point is Hercules sits on the rock penis. <laughs> He does. Yeah. <laughs> Let me pause here for a moment. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's consider just, our path. That for a bit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> also, I, I noted Kevin Sorbo can rock the mullet. Like, it's, I know it's no, not a proper mullet, but it's like the Fabio hair. Yeah. The, it's yeah. the Fabio hair. Yeah. yeah the guy later, which we'll talk about really rocks the, the mullet. Like that's, <laughs> that's a classic mullet. It's like the curly mullet. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good mullet right there. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, Kevin Sorbo's um, Fabio hair kind of works. Uh, like has he ever not just had the long wavy hair? I, like, I can't think of an instant. Like, I want to say I've seen him in something. <laughs> what, what was he in? He was in that one movie. What was it? God is dead or something. God is not dead. Or, I don't know. I want to say that's the only time I've ever seen him without like the long hair. Yeah. The problem is like a lot of people that long hair looks ooh, real skeevy, but it actually yeah. works for him. Also, Kevin Sorbo kind of looks like uh, Keith Urban. It's weird. <laughs> it's freaking me <laughs> out. The, the, Country, the country artist, ar- the Australian country artist. Oh well, <laughs> it, was Kevin Sorbo from New Zealand? I don't uh, know. I don't think so. No. Uh, either way, uh, but, he's an American actor. Um, yeah. Uh, I I always just remember him from Andromeda. Um, okay, yeah, maybe that's what I'm thinking. No, well, he no, he was in uh, he was in God's Not Dead and Let There Be Light. Yeah, <laughs> which are two Christian drama films. Oh, Christian drama like. films. Um, so anyway, he has this vision. I felt like he. I felt like it was an alien abduction. By the way, when I first yeah, saw yeah, it. yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. The, the light fire in the sky, you know. Yeah, <laughs> the the light flashed. It looked like he disappeared and had the vision. Like also when they in the vision when they showed the castle and they like slowly zoomed in on it, which I feel like is what happened. No, that was in a different part, but. When they zoomed in on the castle, you could see it like up on the hill or whatever. Mm. Didn't it? Was it like super obvious that it was made out of foam? <laughs> it <laughs> just appeared <laughs> visibly to be made of foam. There was a lot of fake looking things around there. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry sure. to go back a little bit, but it was the nineties at the time. That's <laughs> what, what we had. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, had foam. Like it wasn't, didn't Jurassic Park just come out like a year or two? Yeah, that's like that whole thing where, uh, you know, Jurassic Park came out, I think it was like 93, right? 93, 94. And then um, Escape from L.A. came out at the same time. (laughs) And like the the graphics are like... They're just, they're, you just can't compare them. They're so terrible. I, I was on another podcast to talk about uh, Escape from L.A. And I was just like watching Peter Fonda surf, (laughs) surf a a tsunami (laughs) down... (laughs) Uh, like fully CGI tsunami was the most amazing thing I've ever seen in the worst way. <sighs> and then um, you see a T Rex and you're like, oh, okay, yeah. well, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Oh, things can actually look real and you can you can shake the frame. Uh wow, that's mind blowing. So, so basically what Iolus has this vision dream yes. right, and yeah. decides for whatever reason he just needs to head north. And so we spend the next 87% of the episode <laughs> switching back and forth be- between them going north for no good reason mm-hmm. and the queen being generally evil. 
essentially. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and I was I was very excited when they they did the fake out with the first baby that we see um, the the farmer and his wife uh, has 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 a baby. They're I was running going from, straight baby Jesus right there. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> so uh, since you didn't see the Xena episode, um, Jerry, we last last year at the end of the Xena episode, like out of nowhere, there was this couple walking along, uh, like at the at on the at the end of the episode, like after everything's resolved, and it's just like, oh, here have our donkey, and like the this couple had a baby that was glowing. Apparently, I, I didn't notice that <laughs> glowing baby, <laughs> glowing baby, uh, as couples are wont to do, you know. And, yeah, so like they they had the. They had the baby Jesus in in a Greek in in Xena at the end of Xena, which is the episode <laughs> that aired directly after this. Nope. And yeah. Um, so I thought that was the same baby uh, when I saw it. It yeah, wasn't. They had, Jesus, oh, they had Jesus and Santa Claus in the same. It was just not Syntocles. Sorry. Yes. Oh, <laughs> it was yeah. the stupidest thing ever. Uh, <laughs> I got to see this episode now. It's, like, it's, I, yeah. After having seen this, you have to watch the Yeah. Like, the next like one. just the completest in me is like, you got to yeah. like, go watch it. <laughs> uh, they, uh, not only do they, they steal from a Christmas store, Christmas Carol. Uh, they do that, that whole framework. Yes. And then they also, during this episode, create the Santa Claus myth and uh also i i was reading this in in the wiki uh xena's traveling companion creates the theme for jingle bells by hitting bells against uh assailants heads Uh, (laughs) oh yeah which i did not notice in the episode um but needed to share so um they meet hercules back in our episode hercules meets uh a thief who left his gang or something Mm -hmm. uh um and uh then there's like i said the the they save the dude with the baby who's sending his wife and baby to his brothers or something yeah. um with some really bad fighting action set pieces yeah. there was a lot of that it looked like very theme park fighting here and and i love some good theme park fighting but this was like this was theme park fighting you know <laughs> at, at, at one point uh, one of the guys tries to do a Three Stooges eye poke on Eyeless. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and which results in him kicking the guy to cause him to do the splits and then makes a bunch of kung fu, no- kung fu noises as he's like kicking him <laughs> repeatedly. Well, and then there's like the, I swear, it's like you can see that they missed the punch by like a full six inches. Yeah. Um, and then there's yeah. just the sound just effect. Go. You're like, okay. <laughs> well, uh, um, yeah. So, um, at, it was at this point after they beat them, and they're like, "We all must go north," uh, or I guess they split off, and someone does recon on the castle, and the other mm, people yeah. go and save right, other yeah. villages. But um, I was just like, "Please say you're heading to Bethlehem," which pays off in twenty minutes <laughs> later. Oh my gosh, twenty um, long, long torturous. So minutes. where were they? The north is way in Bethlehem. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, so True. I think I think they called it Bethos, not Bethlehem, but Bethos. Yeah, but it was close. I think I remember them saying that it was close enough. Um, also, Hercules after this says, "This is getting really weird." After after the two of the guys have said they have the same vision, I was oh, like, that's very strange. I just, I just expect them to like stop and just you know just mug to the camera and say like, that's going to leave a mark, you yeah. know, or something. <laughs> <laughs> Hands up shrugging. Uh, exactly. exactly. <laughs> the curb your enthusiasm music plays <laughs> a s- slow push on his face. That would have been amazing. <laughs> but it's like, you're a Greek demigod. I, I don't, why, why, how is this weird? How is this out of the ordinary? Like yeah. there's oracles that exist. Uh, your friends yeah. having visions. That's not, like your dad turns into like a goose. Yeah, it's like oh, yeah. a common theme in the <laughs> right. 90s that everything that happens in the lives of these characters on multiple shows is like completely bizarre, strange, weird, but then yet they like refuse to believe something that's strange or weird. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it, it just doesn't make any sense. Uh, it was at this point I realized that Polonius, King Polonius is King Herod from right from the Bible story uh, of, of the birth of 
the baby Jesus. Um, he, so at which I was like, oh, okay. So the guys that are having visions, Ionius and Urus, uh, they're the three wise men. And it later revealed that the the thief guy, Trin, Trinculus, was Trinculus, also yeah. had the same vision and was a wise man. Um, did anyone else throughout the entire episode as they were, it kept alluding to the three wise men where you mm-hmm. just like, but there's four. <laughs> well, Hercules there's four of them. <laughs> Hercules didn't have the vision. He's, he didn't have, yeah, he didn't count. <laughs> yeah, but like they're all, I mean, they wouldn't have gotten there if Hercules wasn't there. So, and you're like, oh, it's the three, three wise but, men and like their bodyguard. And, and their I guess. So maybe he's a shepherd. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or, or maybe that's, that's the best I, I got. I, 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 was, I was hoping he would have like pull out a drum at some point and be the little, drum it's like, this is a really good try. But every time I look, there's four people on the screen. <laughs> I'm just saying Well, and in, in the vision uh, they had, it was just Hercules standing at the end, looking through the, yeah, the yeah, window. Exactly. So apparently he's the important one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's the only one they're going to remember. Yeah, that's uh, right. Um, so let's see. Uh, the queen summons de- demon soldiers after making a sacrifice to Hera. Um, which- yeah, and so I, I was like trying. I was scouring like, okay, what are these guys? And so I was racking my brain looking uh, up like, you know, I went into a deep dive in like the, the wrong way about like, what are these guys? I got did- nothing, man. After all that search, it was like, okay, well, they're just red guys that cause fire i guess yeah uh, i was i i did not go on a deep dive and ended up at the same conclusion (laughs) (laughs) i think i should have i should have done that (laughs) yeah uh and like well the fact that the the queen knows all about the demon soldiers is is weird Uh, like uh she has the captain have the uh She's like, Captain, have your best man attack one of the soldiers. And he swings a sword <laughs> around. Like, did you see Did you see him swinging his sword? He was just like, do you remember the Simpsons when Bart and Lisa are fighting? And Bart's like, I'm not hitting her. I'm just swinging my arms in a forward motion at her. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're like windmilling at each other. That's what yeah. the sword looked like when he was going at the, uh, at the demon soldier guy. And the, the demon soldier melts the melts the sword and then uh, evaporates the guy uh, very very strong uh cg so showing there mm, absolutely um, yeah what a, what a waste of a good henchman like he's your best guy i mean that's yeah. terrible uh, like i gotta replace this guy i gotta have interviews i gotta yeah, get it on id.com exactly, yeah. Like it's ridiculous, and they they don't even like they don't even take these soldiers out. They just like leave them waiting for Hercules, where the guards have to keep going out and rounding up all the women and whatnot. Like, yeah. Um, also, a great line from uh, Tr- Trin- Trinculus. Uh, the the farmer guy says, "What do you have against farmers?" And the thief guy was like, "I was one until I." looks at camera wised up <laughs> I was like, yes i didn't catch that that's amazing oh uh, yeah he didn't actually look at the camera the i know yeah. but i didn't even really i i kind of yeah i mean i i knew he said it but i didn't even make the connection which that, yeah because i live on puns that that was the point where i realized oh he's the third wise man um, yeah but yeah, yeah. um <laughs> It I it was at this point I wrote down I hate this episode. <laughs> I like how uh, you wrote it with a comma. I hate this episode, comma, and then just uh, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to I wasn't gonna continue. Um so uh they uh, they realize that he's the third wise man because he uh Trinculus, I think his name is, the thief, uh draws the North Star in the sand and like oh, I saw that in my I've vision. Oh, I have yeah. also seen that in my vision. Um <laughs> Yeah, uh, and then they convince, or like, we need to go to Bethos to to confront the king, uh, or no, not to confront the king, to find the the child. And then uh, the thief is like, whatever, I'm not gonna go with you guys to assault the castle, and leaves. Yeah, and yeah, he's got that I, classic trope, you know. Uh, I'm out for myself. I'm yeah. I'm a thief and a loner, and forget yeah. everybody else. Right. Like, and he's he's a thief and he's like really protective of his money but every time he picks up a bag of coins in this series he spills coins yep uh, or in this episode uh <laughs> well, it's like the other thing is like was anyone shocked when he eventually 
did come back and help. No, wow. No. Plot twist. Literal next scene. It was, there was, <laughs> yeah. there was, it didn't yeah. even cut back to like the king and queen. It was, they were <laughs> sneaking up on the castle <laughs> in the next scene after he just stormed off. And there's like a guard aiming like an arrow or something at, at the, the group with Hercules. And then he just like, gets knocked over the head by, by <laughs> the thief. And they're like, did you, did you miss me? Whatever. Or, oh, oh, you had a change of heart. It's like it was. It was less than a minute ago. <laughs> like you have, you've padded out this entire episode, and that's the thing that takes like a second for him to return on. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Uh, let's see. So I also wrote down in my notes. I, I assume the thief is the one, the wise man that's bringing gold, and I'm hoping that uh, the other two somehow work in frankincense and myrrh. Uh, <laughs> Which it never panned out, so that was unfortunate. Um, also, he did like the superhero drop after knocking out that <laughs> yeah. guy. Like he jumped yeah. down two stories and it just like landed. I, uh, I don't. Is he super powered because he's a wise man? Um, yes, it's superpowers that would do that. <laughs> <laughs> they live in a land. They live in a land of gods and apparently also God. It's it's confusing. Yeah, well, it was very confusing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, so it's all coming to to a head now. Um, they've captured Urus's wife and baby and are holding them captive because somehow, in the small amount of time that it took the Hercules and crew to get to the castle, uh, the guards have left, gone all the way to the village where uh, Urus's wife was staying grabbed her brought her back in the short time it took them to walk to the to the castle um you know good very good plotting these uh, the kingdom's helicopter to yeah. get her. <laughs> he's easy that 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 one annoyed I, me as well i love how her name is lorelei drop over to to the wb grab lorelei lorelei gilmore they just had to uh, pass through stars hollow it's like yeah. what <laughs> Was that where they were staying? Uh, <laughs> mm. Was she getting coffee with Luke? Um, I think that's a character in Gilmore Girls. Uh, they, they. I just wrote down you thinking what I'm thinking. Cliche. I don't even remember the part. <laughs> you thinking what I'm thinking? Um, yeah. And then I was. <laughs> then I complained about the stunt people in the '90s. Well, for, yeah. It was like my other thing was there were scenes where Hercules like they made him seem very strong where he could like swing a full size man around, like throw things really far. Mm. But then like he punches someone and they barely even <laughs> like feel it. I don't he, like, why he, wouldn't he would punch them once and they should just go flying. Is well, he cool. yeah, the, the his dude's like known for his legendary strength. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Isn't that like what he's known for? Like just in general, he's like, yeah, why are you going to take punches? Like that, that was weird. Is it the thing where he's like, I'm holding back my punches so I don't explode everyone that I hit? <laughs> but like, wouldn't it be much more efficient Superman if he thing. just like punched each person's head off? And <laughs> he just I moved so. on? <laughs> that seems pretty efficient. Yeah. <laughs> it's not in the budget. It's not in the budget. Um, the, the thief, are, sorry, I noted every actor did most of their own stunts, yeah. which, uh, which led to a lot of bad fight acting. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that was in the budget (laughs) um and then the thief used his coin purse as his weapon uh and um oh i wrote the thief used his coin purse to whack another man in the coin purse (laughs) (laughs) that's that's poetic right there (laughs) thank thank you thank you um and then yeah let's see the devil guards like in the only other showing of cg in this episode uh, the devil guards when hit by hercules into each other would explode <laughs> yeah but didn't it it was like it was more of like an implosion like the explosion became small <laughs> it's very weird it, was like it reminded me a lot of do you remember the 1966 batman movie yes where they the, like dehydrate the the henchmen and then they like penguin sneaks into the bad cave. <laughs> like that's that's the whole vibe I got. And the henchmen, like anytime you'd hit them, they just kind of <laughs> disappear. <laughs> what a weird weakness to have. Like uh, you're the strongest henchman ever. But if you like come into contact with another one of your own type, then you just implode. It's, it's <laughs> very, 
very like 90s like the power rangers did that with the throwaway putties and uh vampire vampires and buffy would just explode uh you know it, i feel like that was the only effect they had like <laughs> you know it's yeah. like when people use the funny effects in powerpoint and, like everything comes spinning and remember that <laughs> that was the worst people still uh, use powerpoint <laughs> yeah oh remember when they had sounds uh, yeah uh, i might have oh, yeah. i might have used a few of those sounds in my it's day. my dream <laughs> whoosh. it is now yeah. my dream to make a powerpoint like that <laughs> again and present it uh, in a very professional setting yeah uh, so as I said, everything was getting to a head. This is the climax of the episode, and I just keep getting angrier and angrier in my notes. Um, I'm screaming, "Why does Iolus make kung fu sounds when kicking in ancient Greece?" Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he kept it, Yeah, he was doing the whoa, whoa. <laughs> I was like, um, and then so everything resolves. They save, or uh, the thief throws a knife into the king. Uh, the the queen doesn't die and all the the red armored guards devil demon guards uh explode by touching <laughs> each other um and as they're as i don't i don't even remember exactly when this happened i think they go to Be- they go to bethos to find the child is that is that what happened no no no, no sorry no uh when they send off um I don't, I don't know where this is. I just know that Isla says hasta la vista baby. And I was like, he does say it. Yeah, yeah. It's like 40 minutes in or something like that. I went yeah. off. Well, at least, I mean, I was sitting there quietly, but in my mind, I just completely lost it. I was like, what? But, but Arnold, <laughs> La- <laughs> Latin, I don't think exists at this point. And you're speaking in Spanish. <laughs> yeah. And also, yes, not only did Spanish basically not exist, please, please feel free to, feel free to fact check us uh but also neither did terminator <laughs> which is why that phrase has become popular i don't yes. know i think i believe that uh, terminator believed uh terminator existed at this point before i believe that spanish existed at this point <laughs> yeah so what you're, what you're saying is uh they they missed the mark when they were going back to kill john connor and they just sent someone all the way back to <laughs> yes yeah, he, yeah yes um eolus is really a terminator yeah so uh they have the final or they have the final point of the vision i guess and they see Herc and the three of them looking out the window at the castle, the fallen castle. Yeah. They follow the North star to Bethos or something, um, to find a glowing shack where the baby Jesus is being born. But all they do is see the glowing shack. Right. And then that's the end. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I believe that's it. Yes. Uh, So, but that's the glowing baby Jesus from, uh, from the end of the Xena episode. Here's, here's the thing that frustrates me about this episode. They're like, the whole time they're like almost almost and then they just never they just never <laughs> it, it never happens they're like oh we've yeah. alluded to a glowing shack the end well i mean you can't in a in a <laughs> series about ancient greek gods <laughs> and myths can't have Zena did it hundred years before. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, then what was the hell was the point? We spent this whole time like the three wise men. Oh, we're going to Bethos. Oh, and then they're like, look, a glowing shack, and then it just rolls the credits. I'm like, well, what the, the, the hell just happened here? The point well, this was, was first, right? So, yes. so they didn't want to. They didn't want to. You know, spoil, uh, it. spoil it too soon. You yeah. gotta watch well, the like second one before. Forty five minutes baby. of them loosely alluding to this, and then it never actually comes to fruition. <laughs> Uh, and on on top of that like god exists in the ancient greek god pantheon now or like are they going to be warring against each other off screen or are are we just going to get two tag and credit stuff and then never talk about this again in the series yeah it's It's, like it never happened and the answer is yes yeah and to answer your <laughs> question know. andrew the whole point was Iolus found his calling and then hercules gave him a pep talk and they parted ways and then in the next episode they're back together already exactly yeah so uh that's that was our that was our recap of uh, a light to guide us no oh. um heard them a star to guide them that's what it was uh <laughs> Any any final thoughts on this episode? Um, <laughs> Man. 
<laughs> I don't even know where to start. It's, uh, I mean, it was fun, I guess, if nothing else, even though it was, uh, terrible, but I'm glad I watched it. Like, I, I feel like I can check a box off my, you know, my bucket list now. Check, well, you know. But we just added an extra check. So you have to now see the Xena episode. <laughs> <laughs> Challenge accepted. All right. <laughs> No, I don't know. It was, I mean, it was weird. It, they tried to like cram too much and you're right. It's like ham fisted and shoehorned in in like the worst way. But, uh, as unsatisfying as it was to not see everything like mm. uh, to completion, like you're talking about, um, I felt like I kind of at this point don't want to, you know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, well, given, I think, given how they treated the Greek myths. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like that sounds fine. Yeah. Um, I would say that it wasn't worth watching seven and a half minutes of 23 and me ads to get through this episode <laughs> because there were seven and a half minutes of 23 and me ads. I think when I watched this episode, that's why I have, I recommend ad blockers, um, <laughs> but I could be a food critic with celiac disease and that would change my life forever. Just saying. <laughs> Uh, uh, anyway. okay. and my, my final thought on this on this episode is that um Iolus is a time traveler because he not only knew ancient or he not only knew kung fu uh he also knows pop culture references from our time yeah uh, and that's it for this holiday edition of Namely 90s. Tune in tomorrow for more of our 12 Days of Christmas specials. Thank you to Jerry of Totally Rad Christmas for coming on. Yeah, good time. Uh, ooh, that, that, we may uh, ask abs- you back then. Yeah. Uh, yes. Can you, can you let, let our listeners know where to find you, Jerry? Sure. So you can find me at uh, on Facebook and Instagram at uh, Totally Rad Christmas and on Twitter at Rad Christmas, and I'm available anywhere you get your podcast. Awesome. Very and good. as always, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Namey90s with 90s or find our personal accounts at Beachwoody and at Namey Andrew and tell us what you want us to talk about on future episodes. If you'd like to support the show, please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Namey90s, also with a 90s. Find you can contact us through our website, Namey90s.com. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Prophetic Dream, Deezer, TuneIn, iHeart, and wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm Brandon. That's Andrew. Thank you one final time to Jerry yes. from Total rad christmas and we'll catch you tomorrow for day three of our 12 days of christmas specials nice all right (laughs) hasta la vista baby